Shalom to all! Today's daf is Sogadaf Nun Aleph. We are starting Nun Amud Bez, the bottom line, the third to last word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Mirim, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And now we had learned with Machlaikas yesterday if Iker Shir Bekli or Iker Shir Bepet. What does that mean? Iker Shir Bekli means the essential Chiv to have Shir by the Karbanas is also with musical instruments, and therefore playing these instruments would be Dech Shabbos. Whereas Iker Shir Bepet means the essential Chiv of Shira is only vocal, and the instruments are only for accompaniment, therefore non essential, and the instruments would not be now the Gemara tells us somewhere of Papa Nun Aleph Amud Aleph on the top. Tonight's actually Machlekes Tanaim. Did not we have a Mishnah of the Kahanim Hayu? They were Avadim of Kahanim Div Rav Meir. That's Rav Meir's opinion. This is talking about the people that were playing the musical instruments while the Levim were singing Shir. They were actually Avadim of Kahanim. Rabbi Yisroel he says they were actually Yisraelim Miyuchasim. They had good genealogy. Mishpachas Beis Apagrim, Mishpachas Beis Sifria, Umi Imam Hayu. They were these families. Shahayu Masin LeKahuna. They would marry into the Kahuna without having to check into their families. Now Rabbi Chanina Ben Antikna Yisroel he says Levim. Hayu, they were Levim. Now, my love, Hakim Eflagi, what's Machlekes about? Demand to Amra Avadim Hayu, according to Rav Meir, he says they were Avadim, because he holds Ikrashir Bepeh. And therefore, you're even allowed to have Avadim playing these musical instruments, because that's not an essential part of the Avadah. And Umand Amra Levim Hayu, according to Rav Chanin Ben Antignis, they were Levim, because he holds Ikrashir Bekli, and therefore you have to have Levim playing these musical instruments. The Gemara asks, how could that be? Vitizbra, is that logical? Rabbi Yesi, my Kasavar, what does Rabbi Yesi hold? Ikrashir Ikrashir Bepeh, if he holds Ikrashir Bepeh, so if you love Avadim Nami, then there could have been Avadim playing them. We didn't have to have have Yisraelim doing it, and he could suffer Iker Shir Bekli. If you want to say Iker Shir Bekli, then Levim and Yisraelim lay. We would have had to have Levim, and we wouldn't even allow to have Yisraelim. So why is it that he says the Yisraelim were doing it? What exactly does he hold? So the Gemara says, you're right, that's not the Machlekes. El Dukuli Alma Iker Shir Bepeh, really everyone agrees Iker Shir Bepeh, and therefore the musical accompaniment is only a nice thing, but it's not the actual part of the Avaita. And Ubaha Kamifligi, this is the Machlekes. Demar Sabar Hachiyav Amaisa, Mar Sabar Hachiyav Amaisa, they're just arguing about actually what was, and they're not actually arguing about a halachic thing such as Iker or So the Gemara asks the Maynaf Kamino, what's the practical application of their Machlekes? Why is it that one says that it was actually Avadim, and one says it was Israel, and one says it was Levim? So the Gemara answers, When we see someone standing on the Duchen, the Levim's platform, do we say that he must be a Meyuchas? He has impeccable genealogy, and therefore his child can marry a kind without having to check for a soul. And also, do we say that we're going to give him Meiser because it must be that he's a Levi, or do we not say that? That says that they were Avadim, these were the ones that were playing the musical instruments, because he holds we're not going to elevate a person's status just because he's on the Duchen. We're not going to say that he comes from good Yichas or that he's a Levi. And so therefore, could even be Avadim. And Amanda Amr Yisrael Hayu, according to Amanda Amr, that they were Yisraelim, because he holds Malam Yiduchen Liyuchsen, that we will elevate a person's status. If we see him on the Duchen, we're going to say it must be that he's a Miyuchas, therefore was Yisraelim, Avaloy Lemaiser. But we're not going to say that he was a Levi, and therefore Yisrael was allowed to do it. And Amanda Amr Levim Hayu, according to that they were Levim, because he holds Malam Yiduchen, Bain Liyuchsen, Bain Lemaiser. If we see someone on the Duchen, it must be that not only are they meyuchas, but it must be that they're also a levi, and therefore they're going to get meiser, and that's why the only people that were able to play these musical instruments were levim. And now we're going back to the machlekes tanoim. We had a nun amud beis and how to understand it. Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda said that chalul is daicha shabbos, and Chachamim said it's not daicha shabbos. Now Rabbi Yosef explained that they're arguing if iker shir bekli or iker shir is bepet, but they do both agree that the flute played at the simchas beis hasheva that chalul is not daicha shabbos. But now we're going to have a different way of explaining this machlekes tanoim. Rabbi Yirmiyah Bar Amar he says machlekes b'shir shasheva. The whole machlekes is the Chalul the Shir of Sheeva the Sichas Beis Hasheva. So Rabbi Yehuda Yehuda Savar he holds Simchei Yisera Nami Deches Hashabbos. Even though this is just Simchei Yisera, it's just extra rejoicing with these musical instruments. Nonetheless, that's also Deches Hashabbos. Rabbanon Savri and they hold Simchei Yisera in a Deches Hashabbos. It's not Deches Hashabbos. Afal b'Shir Shal Karbon. But when we're dealing with a Shir that's sung by Hakravas Karbon, Divrakal Avodahi, everyone agrees that's Avodah b'Deches Hashabbos. So here we have Ramiyim by Rabban Rav Yosef arguing on two points. But now we're going to ask a question on Rav Yosef. Meisve we have a question from Abraisa Shir Shal Sheeva Deches Hashabbos. Div Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda he holds a Shir of the 
Simchas Beis Hasheva is Deicha Shabbos. The Chumai when they say Af Yontefenu Deicha It's not even Deicha Yontef. Tiyofte Derav Yosef Tiyofto. This is Tiyofte Derav Yosef, and he had said that both of them agree that the Shir Shal Sheeva is not Deicha Shabbos. And now the Gemara continues Leima B'Shir Shal Sheeva Hu Depligi, and let's say from here that they only argue about whether the Shir Shal Sheeva is Deicha Shabbos. Avol B'Shir Shal Carbon. But when we're dealing with a Shir done on a Carbon Sea, where Deva Kol Deicha Shabbos, everyone would agree it's Deicha Shabbos. And Leima Tiyavu Tiyofte Derav Yosef Betarti. Let's say that now we have a double Tiyofte on Rav Yosef because Rav Yosef had said that by Shir Shal Carbon, that's when they actually argue. And over here, we're suggesting that they agree in that case that it's Deicha Shabbos. So I'm Lachar of Yosef. He'll tell you Pligi B'Shir Shal Sheeva Vuhu Adin LaCarbon that they also argue about by Shir of LaCarbon Vahaid Kamifli B'Shir Shal Sheeva. And the only reason why the Brisa spoke out that they argue in Shir Shal Sheeva, even though they also argue about Shir Shal Carbon, is the Diachal Kaichet Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda to show you the power of Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda's Shita that feel the Sheeva Nami Dachi that even Shir Shal Sheeva is going to be Deicha Shabbos. But they also argue in the case of Shabbos. So we don't necessarily have a double Tiyufta on Rav Yosef. But the Gemara continues asking Vakatani. But our Mishnah had said, Zehu Chalul Shabbos Hasheva. This is the flute of the Beis Hasheva. Sheinu Deicha Loyes Hashabbos Vloyes Yontef. As not Deicha Shabbos or Yontef. And now our inference from that is, Zehu Deinu Deicha. This type of flute is not Deicha Shabbos or Yontef. Avol Carbon Deicha. However, the flute of Carbon, the musical accompaniment by Carbon, is going to be Deicha Shabbos. And money, who would our Mishnah be like based off of that inference? He named if you want to say Rabbi Yisib Bar Yehudas, Rabbi Yisib Bar Yehuda. Ha'amar he had just said the Shishul Sheva Nami Deicha. The Shishul Sheva is Deicha Shabbos. El Lav Rabbanon. It must be it's the Rabbanon. And clearly we see that. Rabbanon would hold that Shir Shal Carbon is Daicha Shabbos. But Yifta to Rav Yosef Betarti Yifta, clearly we have a refutation of Rav Yosef on both of his points, and that's a valid refutation. And now going back to the discussion of Iker Shir Bepet or Bekli, my time of demand armor Iker Shir Bekli, where does he get his shita from that Iker Shir is Bekli? The Chsiv the Pasuk says, Vayimr Cheskio, Cheskio said, Lahalois Ha'il on Mizbech, to bring the oil on the Mizbech, Ubeis Hachel Oila, and when the oil began, Hachel Shir Hashem, the Shir of Hashem began, Vachatzaitzers and the Chatzaitzers, Balidei Clay David Melchisrael, along with the instruments of David Melchisrael. So we see that the instruments were an essential part of the Avaidah. Now, my time of demand to Amr Iker Shir Bepeh, what's his reasoning? The Chsivit says in the Pasik, and they had this unity together, the trumpeters and the singers, sounding with one voice. And we see that no musical instruments are mentioned over here because the Mechatzatzrim, the trumpeters over here, are not talking about the musical instrument, the trumpet, just a trumpet that makes noise to announce something. So we don't see any musical instruments over here. So the Gemara asks, okay, the other one, at the end of the day, we do have a pasuk that says Vayemr Cheskyo, implying that musical instruments are an essential part of the Avodah. So we say no. Hachik Amar Hachel Shir Hashem Bepeh. The Shir of Hashem began with the mouth; it was vocal. Aidei Klei David Melchisrael, along with the musical instruments of David Melchisrael, Libesume Kala. That's just a nice accompaniment. That's just to make it sound nice, but it's not an essential part of the Avodah. We continue asking Vidach Nami. What about the one that holds Iker Shir is Bekli Hachsev? It does say Vahika Echelam Chatzatzur Mel Mishayrim, and over there it doesn't say anything about musical instruments. So we answer Hachik Amar. This is really what it's saying. Mishayrim the Mishayrim, the singers, are like the trumpeters. Just like the trumpeters, they have to do so with a Kli. So to the Mishayrim, the singers, they have to do with a Kli, and they have to have musical accompaniment along with them, and that's an Iker part of the Avaida. And now the Mishnah begins with the most wonderful description of the Simchas Beis HaSheva. Whoever has not seen the Simchas Beis HaSheva, he never saw real rejoicing. What exactly happened? So in Matzai Yantav Arishan Shachag, Matzai the first day of Chag, Yardul Azus Nashim, they would go into the Azus Nashim, Umatakan Shem Tikan and they would make a great tikkun over there, and the Gemara is going to discuss what that was. And furthermore, there were tall candelabras of gold over there, and there were four golden bowls at the top of these candelabras, and each one had four ladders, meaning there was one ladder leading up to each bowl, and there was four children, four youngsters from the young Kaihanim, what would they do? In their hands, they had jugs full of oil, and altogether these jugs were 120 leg, that means each jug was 30 leg, 
they would pour this oil into every single bowl and from the worn out pants and belts of the kohanim they would tear strips from them and they would light the oil with it meaning they would make wicks out of these garments there wasn't a single courtyard that wasn't lit up with the light of the Simchas Beis HaSheva and the pious people and men of good deeds they would dance in front of them with fiery torches in their hands Rashi says they would juggle torches some knew how to juggle four some knew how to juggle eight fiery torches when they would say in front of them words of song and praise and the Levim they would be playing musical instruments bikinaris harps and volume and lyres and cymbals and trumpets and innumerable musical instruments on the 15 steps that went down from the Israel to the Ezra's Nashim, and these 15 steps were corresponding to the 15 Prakim of Tehillim that start with Shir Hamalas. On them, the Levim would stand with all their musical instruments, and they would say, and Tukhan would stand in the upper gate, that went from the Israel to the Ezra's Nashim. This gate was right behind these steps, and they had these two trumpets. Once the crier cried out, he made an announcement. It was getting close to daybreak, and that's when they were going to actually be drawing the water. They would blow it. Once they got to the 10th step, once again, they would get down to the Azara. Once again, they would continue blowing this long until they got to the gate, until they got to the entrance that goes out towards the east. That was the main entrance of the base Hamikdash. It was located at the east. Once they got to this gate, then they would turn around from east to west, meaning they would face towards the Beis HaMikdash, face towards the Hechel. And they said, Our forefathers that were in this place, their backs were to the Hechel, and their faces were east, and they bowed eastward towards the sun. But to you, Ka is our eyes. Rabbi Huda Aymer, he said, They would repeat it and say, And the Gemara says, We have a Whoever has not seen the Simchas Beis HaSheva, he never saw real rejoicing in his life. Anyone who's never seen Yerushalayim in its splendor, he's never seen a beautiful city. Whoever's never seen the Beis HaMikdash while it was built, he's never seen such a magnificent building. And Maihi, which Beis HaMikdash is this talking about? Amrabaihi says, Zebinyan Hurdis is referring to the building of Hurdis, that's King Herod. This is the second half of the second Beis HaMikdash. He made a beautiful Beis HaMikdash. Now, now, what did he build with that made it so beautiful? Amrabaihi he says, Ba'avni Shisha or Mirma, he put stones of green and white marble. Ikodamri, some say, Ba'avni Shisha, Kuchla Umirma, it was green, blue, and white marble. And the way that these stones were situated was Apik Safa Vail Safa. One row protruded and one row was recessed, Kihechidil Kabul Sida, so that they could put the cement in a way that it wasn't really visible and it was very beautiful. And Savri Limashayan Badahava, King Hurdis, he wanted to actually coat the entire piece of mixtures with gold. And Amrli Rabban and the Chum told him, Shavke, don't do that. Dahachi Shapritfei, it's actually more beautiful with his marble. Because it actually looks like the waves of the sea. The blue, green, and white marble reflecting off of each other kind of looked like the waves of the sea and was very beautiful. And Tanya Rabbi Hudaimer, he says, Whoever has not seen this building, Alexandria and Mitzrayim in Egypt, he's never seen the honor of Kla Yisrael. There was a huge Jewish community in Alexandria and Mitzrayim, and they had this giant building which actually was their shul. Amr, they said, it was like a large basilica. A basilica is a type of Roman architecture that has pillars holding up the building. There was one row of benches within another row of benches, and 
sometimes there were so many yidin in there, there was double the amount of left Mitzrayim, that's 1.2 million yidin, and there was 71 chairs made out of pure gold, corresponding to the 71 people in the great Sanhedrin, they actually had some form of Sanhedrin over there in Alexandria, and call achas v'achas, each one of these chairs, it wasn't anything less than 21 talents of gold, and in the middle of this giant shoal, there was this wooden platform, and the Gabi of the shoal, he would stand on it, and he had kerchiefs in his hand, once it came time to answer Amen, now people couldn't hear what the Chazan was up to because it was so huge, so he would wave this kerchief, and everyone would answer Amen, and they wouldn't sit all mishkababbled, all types of yin together, and the goldsmiths, they had their own section, and the silversmiths, they had their section, and the blacksmiths sat with their type, and the coppersmiths with the coppersmiths, and the weavers with the weavers. When a poor person would enter this shul, he would recognize the people of his craft. He would turn to them, hire out his services, and then he would get his own livelihood in the livelihood of his family. And Amar Abayi, he says, he wiped out this entire Jewish community. There's Machlech, if it was Alexandra Smokton, perhaps it was a different Alexandra, perhaps it was someone else completely. And my time, Ayanshu, why is it they were punished so harshly? Mishum de Avriya Haikra, that's because they were over on the following Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, You shall not continue, you shall not go down this path anymore, meaning do not go back to Mitzrayim. And they went back to Mitzrayim, so they deserved Misa. Now, how exactly did their demise come about? Ki also, when Alexandra Smokton came to Alexandra of Mitzrayim, he saw that they were reading from the following Pasuk, Hashem is going to bring up upon you a nation from very far. And we have to continue reading this Pasuk, from the edge of the world, just like an eagle swoops in. And Omar, he said to himself, let's see, this man, referring to himself, it should have taken him a 10-day ship journey to get here. But a wind blew, and that brought his ship in five days. And so he interpreted about himself that he's that eagle which is swooping in from afar. He fell upon them and wiped out the entire community. And the Mishnah said, they would go into the Ezra's Nashim and they would make a Tikkun Gadol. The Gemara asked, my Tikkun Gadol, what exactly was this Tikkun Gadol that they did? Amr Abel Lazar, he says, it's, shanino, it's like that which we learned. Originally, the wall of the Ezra's Nashim was smooth, and then they made a Gezustra, they made some sort of porch on top of it so that the women could be on top of this porch. And their Takana was that the women could sit on top and the men could sit below in the Ezra's Nashim. So just like our shoals have an Ezra's Nashim, which is elevated, it's usually a level above where the men are, that's what they had. Really, the Ezra's Nashim originally was the women inside, and then they said that the men should be inside and the women should be on top. And now, Tanar we have a Braisa that this was the development. Barishaina originally, the women were inside the Ezra's Nashim, and the men, they would celebrate outside in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash complex. Now, but they would end up coming to inappropriate interactions with each other, some levity and licentiousness. That's because the men would go inside. Now, so then they made a Takana that the women would be outside and the men would be inside. But they still came to this inappropriate behavior. They still found a way to have this licentious behavior between them. So that women would sit above and the men would be below. And that's what the Takana Gedaila was. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about this new setup of the Ezra's Nashim. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.